This is the Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook at The Amazing Truth Podcast. The Amazing Truth Podcast. Real issues, real talk. All right. Welcome, 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 viewers. Again, these are adults, they're not minors, so you are allowed to see their faces. <laughs> <laughs> and we have no apology. I have no apology or regret yeah. uh, for that. Uh, but good to see you guys. Good, good to, to see you guys, Vag. Good to see you. Uh, too, I see you're still in the too. meditational mode from yeah. last week. You know, Ezra, hmm? you, you brought us through a whole therapeutic processing session and yes. yeah, it was heavy. Oh, we're still, we still, we've been processing it through the whole week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've been processing. Let's 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 recap. Let's recap some things from last mm-hmm. week. Some things from last week. Some high level takeaway, heavy heaters, things you've been thinking about. You know. You know. You know, Ezra. You you for for me, uh, some of the old habits. I realized that some of the old habits, some of the things that I used to run to, that were negative, they still creep up in my in my current life. So, I I figure that I'm still. I cemented the fact that I'm still a, a work in progress, and I need to work on. You know, not uh, covering those things, those old habits, but need to work on them mm-hmm. so they don't creep up and cause more chaos. Okay. All right. Aizo, what about you? I My takeaway was is um, how damaging, avoiding, or not addressing the situation, mm-hmm. conflict at hand can be, um, can be detrimental to the situation that because <laughs> I, I do that sometimes uh-huh. and you know it's different when you reflect sometimes even in your reflection you are not really truly reflecting right. you are doing it as a standard operating procedure mm-hmm. or to check off the box you reflect did you truly reflect <laughs> <laughs> did you because reflection you're supposed to look from an eye where if you're wrong you point out yourself yeah but if you're saying, okay, I reflected, I've looked at this, okay, I will learn from it. So, mm-hmm. Ezra, uh, yes. What about you? What, what's your takeaway? You know, what I remember from last week is that Kenan, you struggled with anger. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got. He's but he got was honest with that. He was honest. He I got better. Hey, I remember. I remember that Izo Izo yes. struggled mm-hmm. with you know. Uh, running away from things is yes. co- a marathon runner, you yes. know. Yes. <laughs> he constantly really running away from things, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I discovered that you know sometimes when I'm yelling for me, mm-hmm. yeah. raising my voice really is not a way of wanting to be heard. It's because our hearts have drifted and drawn apart. Mm. So just being able to realize like every single thing I'm doing every moment, I'm cultivating to address my yelling problem. Mm-hmm. If I wake up and check on my wife, if I wake up and check on my people, if I wake up and I have a good time, then I'm just addressing my yelling problem. Mm-hmm. It is no issue. Today I'm not going to yell. That's not the problem. <laughs> yeah. The problem is my heart, when it grows far from mm-hmm. people, then yelling is the automatic yeah, defense mechanism right. that I create. Yeah. So it's not an issue of yelling. It's an issue of me growing apart with people. So if you see me yelling at you, that means we need to work on our relationship. Something is dr- drifting and drawing us apart. Yeah. So, a, a lot of meditational, a lot of a lot of thinking that needs to go, and especially as men. Mm-hmm. You know, as brothers, we don't even go for physical checkup. <laughs> now no. you're asking us to think. It's twenty twenty two. It's twenty twenty two. Yeah, literally, men don't like doing to the hospital. Yeah. So asking us to sit down, especially black men, yes. and process our right. feelings, our emotions, and being tuned with that. Yeah. It's it's Aizo, when is the first time you heard your father say I love you? Man, was it the I think it's the time that I was about to get on the airplane. And that's because he knew you may he may never see you he again. Might, he might, he it's not a natural thing, right? So he can check it off the check box. It off, like I already <laughs> said it, right? Like, you know, Kenan, you know. Uh-huh. Well, like it's hard to remember. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, it's I I say it, I say it, and then they say it back. I don't even remember if we've ever said it. I think yeah. we might have said it. Yeah. All I'm saying is that we've grown up in a culture where meditating, mm-hmm. you think yoga, you think it's a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. you think that silent moment. We're always busy bodies. Mm-hmm. You have to have music playing in the background. Mm-hmm. You have to have yeah. news going on. You have to have somebody you're talking to on the call to a point that you've never sat down and listened to your body telling you I'm tired yeah. and I'm sick. You know, I sat down and listened to your mental state. Mm-hmm. Then next time you're on medication because your mind has been mm-hmm. telling mind, you, yeah. 
who's been telling you something is not right mm-hmm. and you've not listening to it because you've not been taken so listeners please self care man there is no job that is worth your self care there is no program that is worth your self care there is no title that is worth your self care there is no human being that is worth your your personal self care be it your spouse your children you can be a good husband wife ch- mm-hmm. you know child if you haven't taken time and i think especially those of you the two of you are parents man if you guys don't practice that how are you going to expect the young kids the next generation really mm-hmm. just tell them time out as a yeah. punishment <laughs> not a time for them to meditate to think <laughs> it's a punishment yeah. so let's normalize mm-hmm. <laughs> reflecting yeah. and yeah, the thinking yeah. all right we're going to build on on that conversation we're going to build on that conversation i'm going to start again as usual with our a uh, 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 question and it's not going to be a hard one this time mm-hmm. and, and you answer, start by answering <laughs> it yeah. go ahead Ezra. go mm-hmm. ahead it's go not going to be a hard one ready for you mm-hmm. question is what are some of the heredi- hereditary or genetic diseases or or or, or characters of person or, or is it personalities traits that can be handed down that you can think of I'll be practical mm-hmm. and tell you <laughs> good job from yeah. last time <laughs> right <laughs> yes um i don't my my <laughs> wife would probably laugh at this or kill me but I, for my i'm i'm very It's, I don't want to call it it's not I don't want to diagnose myself obsessively. Mm. I'm not going to throw that word out. Yeah. <laughs> But I'll say I'm very particular mm. when it comes to some things. Mm. I'll give you an example. When if there's a when there's when there's sand some people if you have sand in your shoe or mm. a rock in your shoe mm. and you're walking I don't know about you guys mm. but you probably walk with it mm-hmm. the whole day. You yeah. wouldn't care about it, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Practically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me it bothers me. <laughs> you, Even you, if I'm in the middle of the road, mm. I have to take it out. Mm. Mm-hmm. have to you have to. whatever my sock if i if if it's not put in right in my shoe mm-hmm. it bothers me mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so silly my daughter <laughs> does the same, same thing. thing exactly it exactly if yeah. it's if the sock is not right mm-hmm. she'll fix it and she'll stop you if there's a rock she will stop it so and and among us other things so i think mm-hmm. there are those traits <laughs> <laughs> and it's scary when you see it uh-huh. in some <laughs> So now I don't even scream. I just say, you know, I just it's scary. I want to speak but I say, oh, do it yourself first. So those are some of the things mm-hmm. practically that's what ah. I've seen mm-hmm. in in my offspring. Okay. <laughs> wow. Man, I I would speak about um what scared me one time is um when my son stood up against me. Ah. Not like to physically, but he is like I have this thing that for me to do something you don't force me. Mm-hmm. You explain to me logically <laughs> why it's important. Uh-huh. And I will do it with no a, how, how old is your son? <laughs> Just turned five. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh well. So, wow. you know, so and this happens sometimes usually when you are at the shop. Mm-hmm. And for boys, mm. it happens when it's time for hygiene, mm-hmm. shower, yeah. mm-hmm. shower, or buying cars. Mm-hmm. That's the time you would see your part or your wife's part in this child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, it's like you have money. I don't see why I can't get this. Mm. You have money. I like this. I should get it. That <laughs> makes logic, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And you haven't bought one in a while. It, and if anything you owe me this <laughs> <laughs> and that is kind of how i process things uh-huh. logically fast uh-huh. and then emotions later on and everything yes. else so we went back and forth about you know you have too many of them first of all to begin with so you Say, also countered with logic yeah he said let's give away the ones that we have hmm. so that i can take this and we went back and forth until i told him that you know the way these things go is i decide mm-hmm. when you get them and i take into consideration mm-hmm. your behavior yeah because we are not going to be getting you toys and you are constantly breaking things mm-hmm. and not listening so you saw a mini 
literally yes. you are talking to yourself yeah. at five years old yes <laughs> like just handed down right mm-hmm. you know it's very interesting that we are we are the product of of environment of our parents and so that so for me i think siblings wise mm-hmm. i have a sister growing up who will not get out of bed without sandals if she just puts her feet down mm-hmm. and they're not there mm-hmm. those feet will stay here oh my you will have to bring them even if you had left the house and gone <laughs> she will be there all day <laughs> and i never understood that mm-hmm. i mean i didn't care first of all i even if i have time to process i didn't care yeah. but as i've gotten older yeah. i cannot step down without socks and sandals in my house. I've never seen wow. without socks. Cannot. Yeah, that's true. Like it bothers me. So I ask myself, who in my family tree mm-hmm. where did this come along? You know, there it may be small, but 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 it's it's a particular way of saying that these are not things that are intentionally handed down. Mm-hmm. These are things that we have inherited and and listeners, please viewers Think about something you've inherited from your family, from your parents, from you know. Just think, and now that segues us into a conversation. I, I think we we both. So what what are some of the? I know those are good attributes, but some of the bad. No, no bad, but you know, you know, yeah, not, they're not favorable. Favorable, ones. favorable ones. Yeah, favorable ones. Let's start with you, as. Well. <laughs> I think for me is the yelling. Yeah, the yelling runs in my family's family tree. When I go back to my grandfather, mm-hmm. he was a loud guy. Mm-hmm. And when I look at my uncles, they're very loud. They express themselves and they express themselves loudly. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just a natural. When I stand, Kenan, when I stand to speak, preach or present, the mics have to be turned down. It's just I can no I don't know how to whisper. <laughs> <laughs> so the problem with that is mm-hmm. first of all Don't we spend next maybe to whisper back <laughs> you will be hurt. But secondly, it might come as though I'm aggressive. Yeah. It might come out as as and then I have a choleric personality. So you combine that, it might come out in a very negative tone. People are afraid of you. They don't know how to approach you, how to, you know, something that we've had to work through with my wife. I'm still working through that. So I, I think those are some of the things. That that's that's one that I wish and I'm praying and I'm working through yeah. to, at work I'm very calm very stable very even with us here even with you calm. here I am mm-hmm. even at home I am for the most part until it's triggered mm-hmm. but it's a weakness that I need to work through maybe my wife will dis- disagree on that but yeah, she won't have chance to disagree on air <laughs> <laughs> no for me uh-huh. again I talk to the, my kids is living just things <laughs> li- lying around <laughs> And I'll I'll confess that that's they've 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 gotten it from me. <laughs> my, my wife's closet is very neat. Mine is it's right? there. Fellas, you can relate. Right? I know, oh, no, no, it's wow, not. I don't wow, think that's. Wow. I think that's a norm. That's, okay, that's okay. That's yeah. normal. But the problem mm-hmm. is now, my kids, <laughs> my daughter. <laughs> It's copyright you. It's scary when you see it uh-huh. in front of oh, you. It's mirrored. Uh-huh. So that's uh, it's a working process. <laughs> so that's one thing I t- I'm, I'm trying to do so so I I'll fix myself and then show so yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. If there's nothing I think you're fine. If you, you don't have Negative to shave uh, yeah. Oh, it's um the one that I've passed on to my son and I hold myself 100% accountable for is um um unhealthy snacking um, <laughs> i love sugar anybody who knows me uh-huh. will tell you i can eat half a cheesecake right now in uh-huh. the sitting uh-huh. and um even though my son has been selective about it mm-hmm. the day i i actually held off introducing sugar to that it's his mom who did gave him his first candy because the day he discovered sugar uh-huh. It was I am a, I have arrived. I mean it was <laughs> it was a, it was a monster that actually when I have him I we don't have we don't we we don't bring sweets into the house. Mm. We can go eat we'll come to your house and drink pop but <laughs> I don't it. buy pop. Uh-huh. We can come to your house 
or we can go out to a restaurant and eat a muffin. Mm-hmm. All the muffins that we can, but we don't bring any. Because mm. if me and him have them at home, <laughs> you can't tell who's the buyer <laughs> and who was bought for. It's <laughs> wow. oh boy, yeah, oh boy. So I realized that this is a problem, <laughs> a very huge problem. Uh-huh. And I was like, "Whoa, this one!" Everybody, all my friends, they would say, "Oh, that that size." Right. <laughs> he wow. he yeah. took a whole muffin for himself instead of eating that size. he gets that from his dad. So you okay. you know, it's very interesting that we share all this because. These are not things that we intentionally sat down and said we're going to adopt. These are not things that we intentionally sat down and said we're going to hand them over. So just going back to the conversation last week, when we don't take time to meditate and we don't take time to reflect on certain things, there are things that we're going to hand over to the next generation, to our, you know, offsprings, to our loved ones, because, you know, if diabetes can be handed over, Cancer can be handed over. Sickle cell can be handed over. We talk about all these diseases that can be handed over. It's then important at that point to know that I need to do something different so that this doesn't get handed over to the next generation. So last week we were talking about conflict resolution. So question back, going back to that. Do you think our styles of handling conflict that are unhealthy that we talked about, the anger, the, the cutting off, the shutting off, the raising the voice, can be handed down to the next generation? our offsprings and if if so what implication does that have what does that tell for us because we're looking at ourselves now and thinking of the future of the next generation i think anything that we do not address to the next generation it does it doesn't even need to be a parent mm-hmm. their behaviors and their things that i picked up from my older sibling mhm mhm when something is not addressed or talked about, mm-hmm. it is mimicked. Mm-hmm. So if I see you do something and you, we don't talk about it, when faced in the same situation, if I'm a person looking up to you, mm-hmm. I will do it. But here's the problem. It's that we face a different types of situations. Mm-hmm. And when that thing is already instilled in me, I will use it. Because for me, um, growing up in a culture where men don't talk mm-hmm. about their feelings, feelings. Mm-hmm. that is a perfect recipe for having a, a substance abuse problem. Mm. Mm. You deal with what you have in by yourself and you find a solution. Mm. I felt like men find solutions. That's that's powerful. So man. that that's was my solution that I found. Kenan, why do you think we're afraid of conflict of, of literally facing our giants our 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 you know all these things i mean aside from the the, the it being handed down maybe from families you see where maybe there's families that if there's conflict um we they end up just you know covering it up mm-hmm. they say it's gonna go away mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he'll come down mm-hmm. it's okay he'll go and come down mm-hmm. aside from that and you know, sh- you know blanketing it I think we shy away from having these difficult conversations because we don't like the, the emotions they elicit. Mm-hmm. For me, um, coming to you, Ezra, and saying, okay, man, I feel like I felt betrayed. I felt expressing those emotions. It's hard for people to do that. <clears throat> Another thing is, we uh, for me, I I wouldn't like to be discounted the second time, mm-hmm. right? Or to be beat the second time. Mm-hmm. So... I tend to not have those conversations. Pretty much, that's how we, we ended up. We end up not having and solving things. Mm-hmm. And is just to add on to what you're saying, there's also another thing, Kenan. If me and you don't have a relationship, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to start solving our. Mm-hmm. You know Problems. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we also don't have these conversations because a relationship the threshold or whatever it is you want to call it that is required for me and you to sit down and to talk and address the issue at hand, it's not there. It's not there. Mm-hmm. The chair the chair of conflict resolution is not there. The table is not there. The figurative table mm-hmm. and chair mm-hmm. are not there. And that's why we said last week, Ezra, that if there's no love, there's mm-hmm. no caring, mm-hmm. 
mm. really the conflict just look at it as a, another you don't you don't have the zeal or the drive or the desire to solve it because really I don't care about you. Mm-hmm. I'll just see you maybe once a week at church, mm-hmm. and that's it. Why would I sit down and solve this? But then the problem comes when you're seeing this person <coughs> every day. You're living with them in the same house. You know, I mean, they're not. That, that. How that do you changes, deal with that? Right? That changes everything. Yeah. Now. So, so <coughs> why do you think people lie? Mm. As you know, when you ask these questions, you need to answer them. Throw the back to me too. Throw the back to me too. I, you know, I can't ask and then start answering myself. That's when you say, okay, mm-hmm. we're, why we're, don't you start with it? We are processing. Okay, let me, start, let, me, yeah. let, me, let, me, let me go first. Well, yeah. mm-hmm. I read a quote that says that people lie when there's, no, uh, when there's no safe space for them created. If I'm going to tell you the truth and then you're going to judge me, or if I'm going to tell you the truth and you're going to rebuke me, or you're going to tell you the truth and you're going to do that, what you reinforce over a period of time is that this is not a safe space for me to be vulnerable even though I did something wrong. Yeah. So let me give an example. Me growing up, my, my, my aunt, my aunt told me, if you say the truth, I will not do what? Punish you, you know, spank you. Right. You're laughing because we all have probably had this, this version of the story, right? And you fell for it. Then one day I said the truth. And guess what happened? That's fine. I got spanked. So what did that do to me, the young me? Reinforced it reinforced that, that right. whether I lie or not, mm-hmm. the result is going to be the what? The yeah. same. The same. Yeah. Now, let me just continue the path that I was <laughs> and still deal with the consequences that come with it. So conflict, I think that, that, that so for me, going back to this whole conversation is that we have created a lot of liars in our homes. We have created many liars in our relationships, in our because the environment of me to come and say as a husband, say, hey, my wife, I did X, Y, Z. I know you won't please you. And then she will like, I'm, I'm disappointed in you. However, what can we do to work on da, 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 da. Right? Like, like that environment is not there. Mm-hmm. I don't create it. She doesn't create it. Then we raise kids. They don't, we don't create that environment. So we, have created, we are creating a society where conflict resolution, there is no that chair. There is no that table for us to be able to have. And as a result, we have developed chronic liars. Because mm-hmm. that safe space, that safe place is not there. So next time when you're lying, ask yourself, why am I lying? Is it could be that why don't I feel safe in this situation? And then what can I do to help feel safe in this situation? Because me lying, it will get me to a deeper problem. Even though this person has created the, 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 the safe space, I will have that problem to deal with in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And I think to, to, to add to that is we, we, I think for me, I create my own perceptions. Mm-hmm. I create my own perceptions, myself, my, my images, these things that I have in my head, then... But where did those images come from? Right? Could be there's a trail, a there's, history yeah, through it. a history to it, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there's, a, there's, there's some sort of trauma that mm-hmm. if I... I've, I've perceived that if I... Oh, my, I saw Ezra being spanked mm-hmm. because he did this. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm saying, if, I, if my perceptions are, if I do this, then I'm not going to... So those images, those perceptions we create in our head foster that culture of lying. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, actually, let me bring Izo here. Mm-hmm. Izo, you said something off camera. Again, off camera is always powerful, right? Yeah. <laughs> we talked about the older generation. Yeah. Uh, we are no longer young. Mm-hmm. There's a time where we were younger, where younger yeah. generation nowadays. You're talking about you guys handing bad behaviors to your offspring. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but let me, let me say, Izo, you yeah. said something off camera. Ta-da. You know, do you think that, especially living in this culture, our parents, who has adjusted more between the young people and the older folks? I think I will say this again on camera. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, our parents have adjusted more. Mm-hmm. Our parents have adjusted more um, to the change of environment, mm-hmm. um, the acceptance of a new culture, mm-hmm. and have come to meet us halfway. And why would you say that? There are things that we couldn't do back day, back in the days. You couldn't be yes. like, we put your dreadlocks. Yes. It was perceived a certain way. But yeah. now parents nowadays are like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, now I'm not saying whether it's okay or not. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just saying that we have 
there are things that our parents have accepted mm-hmm. that back in the days were unacceptable you wouldn't even think of uttering them yes. you wouldn't even think of conversing them mm-hmm. so could it be that we as the younger generation were still stuck and we're still stuck in that perception that was created that our parents don't want to change yeah so we're still stuck that our parents don't want to change but in real sense that's not the truth we're still stuck in that perception uh, we're getting off topic let, let, let me bring this conversation back we're talking <laughs> no, about conflict nobody it's okay g- g- quickly let's take a few minutes then to get back because yeah. we want to talk about okay how do we create that chair that table for conflict resolution because we need to get to that space and place how do we create yeah. that practically so that we can do yeah. that all right but so can, we can comment on those other yeah. things um but that's where that that becomes very important that um if you come to the table mm-hmm. or you are approaching the table and it's right there if i'm over there then i can i should also approach the table mm-hmm. i should also be open minded mm-hmm. um as much as you are going to be open minded mm-hmm. um uh, for that conflict resolution yeah uh if our parents who had you got to remember this i'll give i use myself as an example i'm 33 turning 34 in six months or so right Getting, I don't know. Old, I'm getting man. old, man. No, you're no longer <laughs> young. Right? I don't know how much of my personality is going to change at this stage. Mm. And for me to go to per se another place and accept that culture, I am not moving to another culture. <laughs> Because I think two culture changes is enough. Our parents grew up. They went through a culture change. They got together. If they are still together or not, it doesn't matter. They went through this whole life in adulthood, came, got a culture shock. We came along. They were dealing with our culture shock. Now they have gotten to a point where we have a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. We can say, I can say this with confidence that in this country um regardless of your age you have a seat and an opinion on the table mm-hmm. they had to accept that and there are days where you will not even sit i mean i was having a conversation with uh, my 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 fellow pastor pastor mm-hmm. samuel shout out to you pastor we were having this conversation saying there are conversations we go certain meetings and we sit down mm-hmm. we're like our age mm-hmm. in the culture that our parents came from we wouldn't even be allowed to sit there mm-hmm. like, not in the what house. are these young people doing here Get, get out you know yeah. it, it it was so we get into this anyways now that part especially comes maybe the title the roles and what we serve and all those mm-hmm. kind of things let's let's get back kenan yeah how do we how do we create the table how do we bring the table the chair <coughs> so that we don't have to lie because we don't feel safe in conflict resolution uh practically now mm. how do we create those I think we have to be aware of our own perceptions. Okay. Um I think we need to we need to avoid judgment because I think we 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 go into conflict resolution or di- talking to about talking about these conflicts or those difficult conversations which arise from conflict and we we want to judge the other party. Um and so if we avoid that judgment I think we we are able to be impartial in how we think and be able to listen to the other party when they speak um <clears throat> one thing that 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 I've seen over the years in in conflict is i always focus on what is accurate versus what is important mm-hmm. and then you find that the the trajectory of the conflict has changed you even forget what you were fighting about mm-hmm. so i think for me focusing on what's important and not trying to be accurate when you're dealing with the with conflict is important because I'll give you an example if you're mm-hmm. focusing on what is important is what relationship do I have if I'm here with I'm s- my significant other what's important is the relationship I have with them mm-hmm. not being accurate on what I said at on Thursday at 11:59 at 25 seconds mm-hmm. so f- dealing with what's important versus what's mm-hmm. accurate that's that's how i think it, it there'd be a start to that 
making it easier to talk about these difficult conversations. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there's many. There's many things. Yes, well, there's a lot. I think, and I think that's what I want us right. to pull because the, I think let's first acknowledge that we are having a conversation of things that we have never really taken time again. Never to sit down and yeah. process. Right. First of all, why are we afraid of conflict? Mm-hmm. You know. So we're saying the reason why we are afraid of conflict is because that safe space is not created. Yep. Why is that safe space not created? Mm. It could be culture, it could be religion, right. it could you have to identify why is there no safe space. Mm-hmm. You know, for me there might have not been safe space because grew up in a culture where it's patriarchal, where the father, when the male, when they speak, it's That's done. It. So there was never that space. So for me, growing up now as a man, do I want to propagate that kind of, of table? Or do I want to come with open arms, arms and saying, now let's, let's, let's sit down and, and talk. Let's sit down and engage. Reason. And reason together. Right, yeah. Now, and I think that's that's the first place is that when you go to the Bible in Isaiah one eighteen, God says, Come, let us do what? Reason together. Like he who is powerful, all knowing, all these, is is inviting us who are not even worth to come to the table. Do you create space for your son? You said your logic. <laughs> you know, your son wants to understand why the do we create that space of saying, Hey, I know. You're young, you're foolish, you're naive, you're this. But I'm going to lower myself to your level and create that space. You have a seat at the table. You have a seat at the table. How do we create? So I think think for me the first principle that I see there is if you're in a place of power, you are the first person to create that ambience Mm -hmm. of a safe space Mm -hmm. for even conflict resolutions to start. Young people might now turn around and say, oh, our parents, are, then it's on their parents. But what if I throw a curveball? What if it's in a, a marriage situation? There's no place of power. There is, is no there, place of is power. there? Well, when I, say, when I say place of power, there could be place of influence. Mm-hmm. There could be a place of... of um, yeah, p- power in that case is difficult because it denotes yeah. one is over there. But if in a place of, 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 of influence... I mean, there's a place of power. Who started the conflict? Okay. Remember, they they hold the upper hand, uh-huh. upper hand, quote unquote. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. don't don't but hold I mean, me isn't, to this. Isn't that blaming though? No, you started or, it. You started it. Or if I feel that you wronged me, yeah, right. right. I would, and uh, or if I communicate to you, if your spouse communicates to you that I am mad at you, or I am not pleased, I want to talk, or even they, that that makes them. And when that person who expresses their displeasure mm-hmm. becomes the person who says, "Hey, I'm ready. Can we talk? talk Can yeah. we have a, you know?" Th- that becomes the parent, well, well, or, or not the parent, but uh, per se the the one person who whose vibes dictate the table and the chair. Okay. Can I suggest that every person has a role mm-hmm. yeah. in creating that safe yeah. space? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because the parent can create that space. Then you come there yelling and shouting and stuff. It will be taken out. You yes. also, how you show up, mm-hmm. will create that space, right? Mm-hmm. So I think, ask yourself, what is my role in creating that safe space mm-hmm. for these conflicts to be able to be resolved? So there is need for the cognizant yeah. that we need to create. Come, let's reason together. A space, a place to reason. Not in your terms. Not in my terms. You know, I think I think so. That's the first step. Yeah, I think when you say not on your terms or not their terms, I think that's where we say you fi- find a common ground. Find a common ground. Find a common ground. Is it? Yeah, we when we fight, our kids suffer. Mm-hmm. When we fight, you know the uh, the church community, you know, the church, the work, whatever the community of, of find mm-hmm. a common ground. Mm-hmm. What is it that brings you together? Mm-hmm. So that that should motivate you to to. And I'll go into the. Th- Therapist had and say when you when when you when you finally go into those am I is it too fast? But when well, you finally go into it, and mm-hmm. you name name your feelings. Yes, I Ezra, Ezra, I felt like when you talked about Cristiano Ronaldo like that, <laughs> I felt <laughs> sad. I felt dejected, betrayed, and so name those feelings. Okay. So then it gives me a light into you, Ezra. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If you say when I say. Uh, 
El nanny is. <laughs> <laughs> Say the name those feelings. You know, yeah. you, see, you see how you see yeah, those yeah, feelings yeah, I'm eliciting. Yeah, yes, yes. But on a serious note, I mean, if when I say when I come to a conversation, I'm saying I, Isaiah, yes. I felt uh, sad, yes. angry yes. when you say those things. I think yeah. that opens up your vulnerability. Okay, so so stating the conflict, the feeling, the feeling, stating it, stating it. Make sure you state it. Yeah, I feel angry mm-hmm. because you did x yeah. y z right. when you did this it made me feel right. da, 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 da. yeah so so making sure that you are you're not leaving a gray area yeah. of of somebody to fill in the gaps mm-hmm. by themselves you know just creating that communication channel i feel disrespected when you raise your voice ezra and usually when someone when you do that and the other person says oh yeah ezra has really opened up then they feel the urge to do the same. Mm-hmm. Okay. But but do those conflicts usually go, oh, Ezra's opened up. Do they usually go that, that they, way? They, they, they don't. They, they don't. don't. But, but Ezra, try it though. Where I'm not, next time you have a conflict, mm. name your feelings and see how that changes. So so what we're saying, step number one is create a, a safe space. A safe space. Yeah. Safe space. Create. Yeah. However that will be, whatever that will look like, mm-hmm. create that safe space. Mm-hmm. Right? right? Step number two is when you come to the table, I think identify the cause of the conflict. Yeah. Identify. And agree. And agree. Yeah. Okay. You have to agree. You may not yeah. agree, but you may identify. If you don't agree, you have to agree. Okay. When you have to when you talked about my team losing, mm-hmm. That's that was the source of the conflict. This team is really hurting me, but it's okay. <laughs> yes, I'm trying to name my feelings. Yeah, yeah, okay. Name your feelings. I'm va- yeah. Let me validate them. Let I me validate. Yeah. Them. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You might you might you might disagree, but I think when you when you you have to agree on what the source of the conflict was. Mm-hmm. You have to. If he, if he has a different opinion mm-hmm. and I have a different opinion, mm-hmm. then we he'd really you, might, you might not be able to get to, to the get. solution. So what are we seeking to address? What By the it? end of this why, conversation, why, yeah. we would wish, mm-hmm. you know, this is what success yeah. will look like. Right. Mm. Aizo, mm-hmm. last week we talked about the rule when, when you don't master your emotions, when you don't take care of that thing, it takes care of you. Mm-hmm. Why do you think it's so hard just to, like now we are practicing talking about, why do you yeah. think it's always hard when it's real at that moment to actually create that safe space, to actually name feelings? What makes it so hard? I think we struggle with communication. Communication. Yeah. Because yeah. even communication with self mm-hmm. is communication. Mm-hmm. Um, we struggle with communication and that is for me, the domino effect mm-hmm. of um, many things. So, so again, l- viewers and listeners, you might be a therapist, you might be doing this for a life. These yeah. are gentlemen who are struggling <laughs> <We> are here, <laughs> trying please, to find our yeah. ways to find a solution to this. So, go, go, to, go to this video, go in mm-hmm. the chat, just mm-hmm. write for us some practical steps. Yeah. How yeah. do you deal with it yourself? How do you deal? Mm-hmm. So that anybody who can go through this video can also learn, you know, mm-hmm. some of those things that have worked for you and how we can be able to, to get to that space. Because, honestly, it's not right for us to be a bunch of human beings who are sad and sorrowful and in pain and you know all that mm-hmm. because we we have not created this this safe space this safe place you know on on how to go around i want to uh, add something when well, about communication mm-hmm. i think not just the fact that generally we don't know how to mm-hmm. communicate we also don't know how to communicate in terms of high tension mm-hmm. yeah when it's really like i said when i when it's high tension i mm-hmm. stutter mm-hmm. i cannot get a sentence out mm-hmm. but some people just go to cursing mm-hmm. some people go to other things mm-hmm. so when we don't know how to communicate when it's high tension mm-hmm. we don't know so and i think i think kind of that comes back to the concept of relationship you need to know each other mm-hmm. so that you can know how you're dealing with that yeah. let me give you a practical example my wife she, when we we in this conversation just like like, like she can't her words just evaporate right Right, me words are just <laughs> coming out, right? But then, what works really, really, really well for her is she goes and writes. Mm. I did not like when she writes, because <laughs> mm. now I'm forced to read this paper. Mm-hmm. I'm frustrated reading through it, mm-hmm. and I want to speak back, and I wonder do I write back? 
They speak back. But but now mm-hmm. I've known. Mm-hmm. Now we've we, and I'm not saying we're there. Now I've seen growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Growth in the oh, sense yeah. that okay, I, mean, I might not like it 100%, she might not like it, but what what works? Mm-hmm. What works, right? So so Yeah, no, that's all that. So getting to build a relationship, know who as a parent, you know, this child, this works versus this child, this works. My spouse likes when I do this versus this. They want to talk about the issue right now and then. But if we talk about it right now and then, Mm -hmm. I might be struggling with an anger issue that if I lose it, it could be be worse. So knowing and understanding, though I want to discuss this issue right now, for the sake of my spouse, my partner, you know it might trigger the anger the emotions how can i master my emotions right now wait for the right time i think it's medita- meditational again again being med- i don't know how we get there <laughs> i don't know how we get there but but conflict cannot be swept under the rug no it cannot it has yeah. to be dealt with yeah. so and we've had many many stories where Ezra, where we you know you hear someone said because we didn't resolve this conflict mm-hmm. i re- i retired to my room mm-hmm. and i've never come out yep right yep I, I, because i can't face yeah. my so and so my significant other my parents because we can't resolve the conflict so mm-hmm. my depression and anxiety kicks in kicks in and it gets worse because we, yeah so it's important for us it's really important to resolve conflict as well. it is there is no way out of it yeah. we really really have Here's another reason why it's important for us. Mm-hmm. Now, listeners, viewers, we're going to work on practical steps. Maybe yeah. we're going to get an expert <laughs> who's going to come walk us through this, mm-hmm. but we just want to create this. And for our loved ones that we have wronged <laughs> and we are still working on the conflicts that we have, please mm-hmm. bear with us. <laughs> we are not there yet. You know, bear with us. Bear with mm-hmm. us. We're working on this. Mm-hmm. But but today's Truth Minute. Today's truth minute. We read a text that, that I think it's it's very. I want to ask a question based on that text. Mm-hmm. You know, it was Exodus thirty-four verses six, and and it says that uh, something to the extent of. Uh, let me just paraphrase the last the last part. Let me let me just pull it up here. Um, it's Exodus thirty-four. Uh, listeners, you know, we 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 try to borrow from all sources mm-hmm. that can be beneficial for the sake of our conversation. Exodus 34, verses 36, verse 6, it says, say, say this, it says that, uh, yes, he says, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity of transgression of sin, by no means clearing guilt and visiting. This is talking about God. Mm. God visits the iniquity up to the, of the children and the children's children up to the third and the fourth generation. Now, remember how we started this conversation. Yeah. Mm. We talked about yep. what can Passing be handed down. down. What right. have you passed down? If we don't address the issue of conflict, this is something that's handed down generationally. The conflict that you and your spouse, your partner might yeah. have today, your kids might carry them to their relationships and partnerships. Because we've never resolved that up here. Yeah. So there's some kids who are growing up whose marriage is already being set for failure because the way they resolve conflict is what they've seen at home. So then they're going to bring in somebody else who's coming and that's what they've seen. Now you put two people who have broken view of resolving conflict together. What is happening to that relationship? Then they carry that and it's more toxic to the third generation. So if we don't address this issue of dealing with conflict, I think that's why we are seeing the world being where it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are yeah. a bunch of people who have never learned how to deal with conflict and it's just showing up. You, you, you go to this workplace, you don't get along with people, you quit, you go to the other one. You go to the other, you don't get along, you quit. You go to this church, you don't get along, you quit, you go to the other one. You go to the other one, you break it, you start another one. You go to this. But can't you at some point pause and say, maybe I'm the problem? Maybe I'm the problem, yeah. Is he? I mean, you're, you're, you're touching a nerve there because yeah. I think we've seen a lot of, uh, not even, we're not, we, let's not even talk in the future. Mm-hmm. Currently. Currently, there's, uh, there's, there's people, examples where you can see cousins don't talk to, don't mm-hmm. talk to each other because uh, our fathers, fathers who are brothers, were not talking, mm-hmm. right? And it's, it's trickled down. Mm-hmm. Trickle and down. they don't know the source why they never talked. 
They just mm. grew up knowing no we talk and that they've carried it yeah. down. It's handed down. Mm-hmm. Bro, that's <laughs> <laughs> So 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 but how do you go back to that is how do you go back up? I think that's the question you need. you might not be able to go way back up. Mm-hmm. But you really have to carry conflict that you had yeah. nothing to play right. to to do. I mean, let's talk about slavery. Black. Yes. Blacks and white. Yes. Th- there are people who believe some race is superior than the other one, yeah, but right. they cannot tell you why. Right. They cannot tell you genetically. Mm-hmm. They cannot tell you intellectually. Mm-hmm. They can't tell you emotionally. They can't tell you. I mean, you put all those things together, these race is even more superior than their race. But because that's something that they was handed down, mm-hmm. you look at the world today. Yeah. So, we're just in a messed up world. Yeah, we're just in a messed up. And you're telling, you're telling, get married. We then resolved pain. I don't know how we resolve that. I saw, I saw, I saw you, Mr. Weisman. I, I'm going to use that as my excuse. I have a lot of things to resolve. No, okay. On a serious note, um, you were saying something. Uh, I think what, what we are seeing now, mm-hmm. it is picture perfect <clears throat> presentation of conflict resolution that has gone south. Mm-hmm. In our personal lives and professional lives, in many, in many areas, in many areas. Let, let me push this needle further. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about suicide. Yes. Can suicide be handed down? Mm-hmm. Yes, mental illness. Yeah. It's handed down. Right. Yes, mental okay, illness. Okay, we agree it's handed down. Mm-hmm. Will I be wrong mm-hmm. if I sat down and say that? To some level, and and this is, please, disclaimer, this is to no one or anything. This is just us processing here. Mm -hmm. If if I never learned to deal with my conflict when I'm pushed to the wall and I saw this as a solution, Mm -hmm. could that be somebody like my next generation, my kids look that and say, they don't have to think and process it, but that becomes their way of dealing with issues when they are pushed on the wall mm-hmm. because cool. they've th- that's what they've seen or well, that's what they've heard they've never dealt with it or or seeing abuse women domestic violence right because that's how they've seen in their home conflict resolved mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. right these things when we see the numbers and the cases increasing do you think that that environment of non-resolved conflict is playing a role in just seeing the spike on all these things. It is. It is. I think we, when, and I, knowingly or unknowingly, consciously or unconsciously, mm-hmm. uh, find people that resort to suicide. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's hereditary. Mm-hmm. And going back to how we see our peers, our parents, or even people who are older than mm-hmm. us, how they dealt with that conflict. Mm-hmm. It's easy for me to because that's what I know. That's what I. That's what's familiar to me. Mm-hmm. When, uh, for example, if there was a conflict, if I saw my dad drink, I know as a kid I know that's right, and I'm I will run to that because that's what I'm familiar with. Versus the other thing, and, and so, it's a double-edged sword for right. you, Kenan, mm-hmm. for two reasons. Because if he was drinking before you were actually born. Your blood itself right. mm-hmm. is yeah. just you're prone to alcoholism, yeah, yeah. right? Yes, you're then you look at and you see this is how that actually you resolve issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you have two things on top of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you put the social pressure mm-hmm. that comes around with friends and mm-hmm. age and stuff. Yeah. Then so you have multiple. So there's a lot of things going against going against you. you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it's easier for you to to just go there. And it could be drinking. It could be either, it could be it could be some other things. It could be the fornication you mm-hmm, talked about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It could be the, the the thing of you know having uh, many things. So it is handed down, not only consciously or unconsciously. Mm-hmm. You see that it's it's if they didn't resolve it, then mm-hmm. it pass it's passed down. And the the thing with this gen, gen, yeah. generation now is it's all refined. Yeah, mm-hmm. if it's alcohol, it's different substances. Mm-hmm. If it's fornication, it's different. There's, there's, there's internet a, there. Yeah, it's there's literally lot. there. The, the previous generation, our generation, 
let's go a little bit here pg13 well, mm-hmm. or reader whatever it is mm-hmm. our generation growing up mm-hmm. went to schools in primary school mm-hmm. if if it was pornographic stuff you will get it in a magazine because mm-hmm. who had internet right. then right mm-hmm. then if you were the older generation and i don't even know how they got it because magazines were not even there, right? So the further you go to generations, you find that these scarcity. Co- this, this scarcity of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now we're in a, in a generation where, you know, you talk about even ideas or suicide. They're, they're all over the place. Google it it's, you Google. You talk about ideas of, of, of you, know, you know, fornication. It's just right there. Mm-hmm. There's commercials that are coming on your TV, you know, all of that. You, you talk about everything is just refined, as you're saying. So yeah. we're getting even more prone and more and yeah. more and more prone mm-hmm and more susceptible to these tendencies that are not healthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're in a very... Yeah, we're, it's getting... Wow. But, but, but <laughs> brothers, now that... Now this that is... <laughs> <laughs> I, um, we, we need to figure out how we're going to solve this. Yeah. <laughs> this is opening a, a very serious conversation yeah. that, um, that I know that in the next upcoming episodes here mm-hmm. that um, we will have to talk about. Yeah. And I'm going to challenge the two of us, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the two of you fellas, is we are going to take this and we are going to address where we are. Mm-hmm. Our current state of affairs as a, <laughs> as a community as a f- and as a, yeah. as, as a community across all you know across across all the the Levels. generations mm-hmm. our current state of affairs because where we are right now something has to change mm-hmm. or a different tune of music has to be played whether everyone dances or not something new has to be tried yeah. long story short <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah and, we and have to we we have to give our kids different and, and you know, for someone like me, I can't even blame the parents because they even bought us books on these <laughs> things. You know, they tried their best to model, and and somewhere, somewhere, somewhere down the road is where I picked up my own. Mm-hmm. Right. I picked up. So <laughs> there's that aspect too of the things that we picked or carried along. So, <sighs> gentlemen. Um, I think the first step for us getting this healing is just being able to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Plenty of work that needs to be done. I think one of the things that marriage does or, or relationships do, they just show you areas of growth where you need to grow. There's two options. You either put your head down or you go to work mm-hmm. and start working on those. Mm-hmm. You know, th- there is no easy way out We've mastered the art of philosophically speaking through these things, but not really dealing with them. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that, but but actions speak louder than words. Like we're gonna get to that level in that place. So we're gonna keep this conversation going. We're gonna keep mm-hmm. this conversation going. We are talking about uh, addressing conflict, conflict resolution. How do we resolve that? How do we get there? And uh, we are agreeing that as we wind up now, <laughs> let me bring you back full circle. Yeah. When I ask the question, mm-hmm. do you guys like, are you comfortable with conflict resolution? There was a resounding no. Nope. <laughs> question I'm going to close with. Yes. <laughs> what, are we, what are we going to do now? <laughs> you know, because mm-hmm. we, we agree we don't like conflict. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't like conflict. I we think I. Personally, I have to face that. I have to start now, as we talked about this conversation, figure out what are those things that I either learned Mm -hmm. or picked up along the way Mm -hmm. for me to continue this progress. We keep saying we are a work in progress. Sometimes I think we (laughs) say that just so that to be comfortable where we are. To give us ourselves like, okay, you know, I'm getting very nice heat from back here i'm very comfortable uh-huh. and i think um it's i i need to come out of that to find out what is it that makes me uncomfortable i have to i have to work on my work in progress mm-hmm. uh, the progress has to end at one the, point and <laughs> and at some point 
we have to yeah you know i i we have to say hey this year now we can't work on this forever yeah yeah, yeah. i think let's normalize having conversations like this yeah mm-hmm. if you need to process things more it is okay to seek therapy I think that's another another space. If you feel like a conversation is too heated and too hot mm-hmm. for you to hold, find a third party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bring someone else who can try to, you know, steer and help navigate, you know, that conversation. I recently was in a mitigation session somewhere and there's a person who was there and really really loved their their, their idea. Mm-hmm. They came and they had a bottle of water. Every time they wanted to spew heavy stuff, they drank the water. And it worked. Like at the end of that conversation, like man, these really so finding for people like Ezra, who listening is a struggle. It's so hard to address a conflict because I'm already processing what to think. I don't listen to, I don't, I, I hear, I don't listen. I listen to respond. Mm-hmm. So realizing that that's my weakness when I come to these, mm-hmm. I just need to listen, listen to the tone, listen to the voice, listen to the heart listen to the emotion and if we listen it will be a good place for us to start our assumptions no judgment all those though judgment is not a bad thing hey listen us as you can tell we are not laughing <laughs> as we normally do mm-hmm. we are uh, thinking of the conflicts awaiting of us mm-hmm. <laughs> to go resolve out there after sounding eloquent after sounding eloquent and knowledgeable, and knowledgeable. <laughs> practically but we realize that uh, it is important it is important it is needed as people of faith i think by god's grace we can do it yes we cannot put that out and we cannot let it go without saying that there needs a higher being to help us navigate this situation so brethren parting shots as we close um, again i'll start and then i'll go <laughs> i think we couple of things i think we um when i'm i've learned now that when i go into a conflict resolutions i'm not going to script the i'm not going to script the process mm. i just have to know what i'm bringing into name my feelings and and know that i'm a work in progress but one thing that i've i've learned is that um and i think i had this quote this this weekend uh somewhere Where we were. That, yeah i don't know if i saw, had it somewhere it says that um trauma is not your fault mm. but healing is your responsibility mm. that's powerful you know so it wasn't your fault someone did whatever they did to you that brought you to that conflict but healing and recovery is your responsibility mm. you have to make, you have to do the work we have to work to pay bills we have to ask to heal <laughs> anyways yeah. iso <laughs> close this for us how how do i follow up that <laughs> <laughs> how do i follow up that i i honestly i i i agree with what you know you just said and for me um i'm not old yet i refuse ezra um, <laughs> i'm going to challenge you know our listeners um and viewers especially the younger ones uh for us to go first of all identify what are the conflicts we have let's what are what are the conflicts we have what are the uncomfortable places that we don't like to go um in and out and start from close so that we can practice good conflict resolution Mm-hmm. um techniques awesome 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 listen as there you have it let me close by saying this the greatest investment that you can leave to your child to your spouse to your friend to your loved one is not so much the wealth and the life insurance is a peace of mind and if there's anything you can do that you can leave them peace of mind i think it's worth to try everything and anything as painful as it may be Don't put your head down. Don't run away. Together in this, we are less address conflict in a meaningful way. That has been our time here at Amazing Truth. We we had to sit comfortably in these chairs today because <laughs> this is an uncharted territories for us. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing. 
Till next time, that has been our time here at Amazing Truth Ministries. Peace out. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Amazing Truth Podcast. We hope you were blessed as you listen. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. God bless you and see you on the next one.